Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi, everybody. This is Jerry Bryant. Here we go again, Full Circle. Stay with me, and don't get dizzy, because we're going back, way back to where it all began. Along with Larry Norman, Danny Lee was one of the first early Jesus music artists to obtain a mainstream recording contract in 1971 on RCA Records. Danny shared the lead singing duties with an all-girl trio of background singers, which made for a gospel sound. Now, did I just make that word up, or is that word in the dictionary? The title track on his second album, Spread a Little Love Around, became a popular tune for traveling Southern gospel groups. And from that LP comes our first song, the funky soul sound that surprised those who were expecting a more conservative approach to their music, judging from a bit of an old-fashioned appearance of the cover photo of the album, affirming the fact that you can't always judge a book by its cover. Starting out, here's Danny Lee and the Children of Truth, listening to The Man from Galilee. Listen to the man from Galilee. Listen to the man who can set you free. He can change your life, let him in today. Listen to the man, can't you hear him say, Behold, I stand knocking at the door of your heart.
listening to The Man from Galilee, Danny Lee and the Children of Truth, on Full Circle Where It All Began, considered a little aggressive and over the edge in the days before CCM was fully accepted by the church. They were one of the early pioneers. And that's why playing this song that you would never hear on the air today makes Full Circle the unique show that it is. We're not letting go of our history of the days of early Jesus music. Now we're going to go way back for this one too. From the very beginning, our next group was more than just a bunch of kids singing about Jesus. They were called Candle but they were really just a musical extension of a ministry called Agape Force, based in Lindell, Texas. The music that was brought forth from this ministry began with the Unchoir in 1971, which became known as Agape Force, and then Candle. The ministry also produced a variety of children's albums in the late 70s, Music Machine, Bullfrogs and Butterflies being the most popular. And lastly, the pop group Silverwind, in the early 80s. But it was the configuration of Agape Force and Candle that brought forth some of the Jesus Movement's first worship music. And this is how it all came about. Many of the members had guitars, and a few could actually play them. Whether it was hundreds of chords or just three, those guitars became the tools of their worship and devotion. They would read their Bibles, listen to messages, and write songs based on the themes that move their hearts. And in the earliest days, the thoughts of albums of those songs never crossed their minds. They were simply songs they wrote and sang for the Lord and for each other. From their second album of praise and worship songs entitled To the Chief Musician Chapter Two, here's Candle and Come On Rejoice. Come on rejoice and let your heart sing.
Come on, rejoice. Candle. Some early music from the Agape Force Ministry from Lindale, Texas, which was also my home for a while during that time. After my time pastoring at the Last Days Community in Woodland Hills, California, and just before Last Days moved to Texas, I spent a while with the Agape Force, attending their discipleship school later on, helping set up a base of ministry in Portsmouth, Virginia. And during that season in Virginia, my radio broadcasting career took a slight turn as well. I had a contemporary Christian music show called Lifeline on the Christian Broadcasting Network radio station in the Tidewater area, operated by Pat Robertson. I just took the radio show on the road. I had moved from Carbondale, Illinois to California to live at Last Days, then to Texas and to Virginia with the Agape Force, ending up back in Illinois for a season with Jesus Solid Rock. I'm tired thinking about lugging all the record albums I did all over the country. I guess it was a little like going full circle in the natural. And after a needed rest, I moved down to Nashville, where I think I'll stay put for a while. I'll be back with one of the best-known songwriters of the 70s, Karen Lafferty, in just a moment. Full Circle Full Circle Full Circle Have you ever wondered how you can make a global impact for Christ while here at home? You can help equip the equippers by supporting pastors and leaders who are already strategically positioned in their nations for the Great Commission. Visit globaladvance.org to learn how you can make a difference by supporting the training of frontline shepherds around the world. Visit globaladvance.org Hello, this is Steve Chapman from Dogwood. You're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant, back to where it all began. Welcome back to Full Circle. Now, Karen Lafferty is best known as the songwriter of one of the most popular worship songs of the 70s, and it's still being sung today by millions. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. On the first Maranatha Singers album, simply called the Praise Album, back in 1974, which led to numerous more worship albums of the same kind in the 70s and in the 80s. In the liner notes on her first solo album, Karen reflects, I'm free to know God the Creator, to call Him my Father. God did not make me follow Him, but as I chose to follow Jesus, the Holy Spirit revealed the truth to me, and the truth has set me free free to come into His presence daily, and no person or spirit or situation can separate me from the love of God, not even death. You know, perfect freedom is inexpressible in words, but I pray that in your spirit, you too will know what it is to be free as a bird in a golden sky. Here's Karen Lafferty. And coming up, a husband-wife duo that were close friends of Karen and recorded some classics during the early days of Jesus music. I love to sing of the life I found, love to spread his joy all around. Don't think I've come here to convince you, for that is something only God can do. But if you can see part of him in me, let it be. 
Looking back to 1975, Karen Lafferty with the title track from her debut album, Bird in a Golden Sky. Say, did you know that Full Circle is heard weekly across the country and on the internet? And as of late, I've received a number of encouraging notes. Here's a recent note from Ben Gaddy. Your show takes me back to all those songs I grew up with. Jesus Saved Me at 16 in 1978. And I went to a lot of the concerts during the 80s. I've seen a lot of the artists you feature. I've also loaned out a lot of the music and never got it back. I remember where I was the day that I heard Keith Green had died. You have even introduced me to some artists I wasn't aware of. Thanks for what you do. I've always wondered where the old greats ended up. And now I know through Full Circle. Thanks, Ben. So why not write me with your comments as well? Info at FullCircleJesusMusic.com That's info 
at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Now don't leave out the Jesus. Thanks. Ernie and Debbie Rettino, probably best known in the 80s for the children's musical series Salty's Singing Songbook. At that time, it was comparable to what Veggie Tales is to kids today. But before they started off on that venture, and before they were married, they were a Jesus music duo specializing in mellow pop ballads, encouraging the body of Christ in their walk with the Lord. Then in February of 1976, after a five-year friendship and ministry together, they released an album entitled More Than Friends that served as a sort of an announcement of their marriage. That was a novel idea. They were part of the Maranatha music family, released five albums from 1974 to 1979 before launching into kids' praise music. Commenting on their 1975 album, Joy in the Morning, they said, we wanted to state that the answer to the world's problems is to seek and ye shall find by looking for Jesus through God's book and accepting him as personal Savior and Lord. Here's Ernie and Debbie Rettino. And seek and ye shall find on Full Circle. Are you confused at heart at night? Confused of all mankind? Look, look in God's great book. Seek and ye shall find. He's called the Master. Wonder why they're warring still today 
In the twinkling of an eye His church will go to Him And those warring will be left down here to pray Jesus said, If you seek, you will find. Ernie and Debbie Rotino. That may be something new or something you haven't considered for a while. Just going to church or being raised in a Christian family doesn't assure anyone of salvation. I guess that would be salvation by inheritance. My mom was a Christian, so I guess I am. Heath Green used to say in concerts, Sitting in a church doesn't make you any more a Christian then sitting in a hen house makes you a chicken. <laughs> but if you, and that means you, seek, you'll find. And if you knock, the door will be open to you. And if you ask, if you ask, Jesus will reveal himself to you and come and fill your spirit with his spirit. That's the good news. And that was the message of early Jesus music so long ago. The late Billy Keith Hughes began his recording career as the leader of a group called Lazarus. In association with Peter Yarrow of Peter, Paul, and Mary, Lazarus moved to Woodstock, New York, signing with the newly formed Bearsville record label, distributed by Warner Brothers Records, under the direction of Albert Grossman. Two albums were recorded and released on Bearsville, produced by Peter Yarrow and Phil Ramone. And in the next four years, Lazarus performed extensively throughout the U.S. and Canada. I came across an old newspaper article in Lazarus, which read, The sound of Lazarus, Bill Hughes, Carl Kesey, and Gary Dye, is keyed around the tight three-part harmonies woven by the group, strongly resembling the sound of Peter, Paul, and Mary. Lyrically, the heading of the group is well set. As they're all into the whole Jesus trip, Lazarus comes off as one of the freshest, most pleasant albums released in quite a while. An interesting review from a secular newspaper. Here's Listening House and Lazarus. Go on down 
to the listening house Don't be afraid to lose Don't be concerned with those you find They're there to listen to Eastern towns Western towns I find them nowhere Yet it seems The listening house Always overflows With statues and silent screams classic from Lazarus on Full Circle, where I'm playing the songs that are forgotten by most, songs you'll never hear on the air today, songs of the rich heritage of Jesus music that has evolved into today's CCM. Well, I'm coming back with a special friend who stopped by. 
Steve Chapman. Stay with me. Jesus Music, uh, I saw it as uh, people who had been influenced by secular music who who were desirous to carry that music into uh, the ears and hearts of people that they could influence with lyrics that were redeemable. Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. On the front lines of the gospel's advance, in sometimes hostile areas of the world, are the hidden heroes of the body of Christ. Pastors and church planters who willingly risk their lives for Christ. Global Advance is helping bring desperately needed training, tools, and encouragement to these strategic leaders around the world. To learn more about how you can help support the training of frontline leaders worldwide, leaders who are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ, visit our website, globaladvance.org. Learn how you can make a difference by supporting the training of frontline shepherds around the globe. That's globaladvance.org. Globaladvance.org. Hi, this is Steve Chapman from Dogwood, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. I'm glad you stayed on board. You know, living in Nashville and producing this old classic Jesus music show can have its advantages. Some of the old guys from those Jesus music days have also settled in the area, staying connected with friends or introducing their kids to the music industry for a new run at it. Kind of like going full circle. Now, recently here in Nashville, there was a grand reunion of some of those early pioneers of Jesus music. It was called the Koinonia Reunion. And that night on stage, they played and sang and reminisced together a night of thanksgiving for all that God had done in those early years. Back at the beginning of the Jesus movement, Koinonia Bookstore and Coffee House in Nashville, with oversight from Belmont Church next door, was a hangout for the Jesus freaks of the day. Many came to a new faith in Christ at the coffee house, where coffee and the love of Jesus flowed in abundance. The new converts were baptized, discipled, trained, then released into ministry. And one of the natural outflows was expressed in worship and music. Over the years, many would come to play and sing at the coffee house, and some of the original bands went on to produce early Jesus music albums. A young Amy Grant, Billy Sprague, Marty McCall and Fireworks, Brown Bannister and Homecoming, and many others shared the songs of their newfound faith at Koinonia. One group was Steve Chapman and the band Dogwood. Recently I sat down with Steve and he told me how Dogwood got started and the impact that Little Coffee House had on his life. This is Full Circle. I grew up in West Virginia, uh, a preacher's kid, and Ron Elder was also a preacher's kid. And um, one day I ended up in Nashville on Music Row looking for some music that I had given to the Singing Rambos up in West Virginia. They came through and uh, I sent a, a tape to them and I thought, I thought people kept those tapes, you know? And I didn't know they were in some dump somewhere, but I, I actually walked the streets looking for their office and I you know, wanted my tape back because if they're not going to record it, I need that. I only had one, 
And uh, so I uh, ended up coming down Music Row on 16th Avenue looking for their office and, and looked up on a building and it said, Quinonia. That's how I said it. And um, I had never seen a Christian coffee house. And so I walked in through the front door and there stood Bob Huey who was uh, uh, the front desk. He was the manager of the store at the time. And he threw his arms out and looked right past all the junk that I was wearing. You know, I had, I was a full-blown hippie. And hippies, you know, we had a tendency not to use important products like deodorant and uh, shampoo and that kind of thing. But, and I looked like the wrath of God coming in that room. But Bob threw his arms out and said, well, greetings, come on in, have some cider. And I sensed a, a love that went beyond anything I'd ever seen before, ever experienced. And immediately I was attached to that because I was lonely. I was hungry spiritually. And I found a place that I could go to and find acceptance in spite of uh, who I was at the time. Anyway, all, the, all those events led to, end up, I ended up moving to Nashville and invited Ron to come down and, and uh, we started dreaming we'd go to the Alliston Place uh, uh, restaurant and sit there in the mornings and just, you know, at breakfast and, and uh, dream about what we were going to do with our music, you know. And um, the, the, the stage at Cornelia opened up for us and, and that's how Dogwood started there on Music Row in 1974, I believe it was November. And here's Steve Chapman and the Dogwood Singers. I mean, here's Dogwood, an ordinary man.
Dogwood on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. And I'm talking with our special guest who founded the group, Steve Chapman. I asked Steve, looking back, what was the difference? The difference with today's CCM and Jesus music. What really is Jesus music? Jesus music, uh, that term, that phrase uh, years ago, meant that all the hippies were you know uh, they weren't rebellious I didn't see it as a rebellion against the uh, uh, like southern gospel and that kind of thing I saw it as uh, people who had been influenced by secular music who who were desirous to carry that music into uh, the ears and hearts of people that they could influence with lyrics that were redeemable I had I started listening to Kenny Rogers in the first edition uh, Ruby, don't take your love to town. I thought, man, that's that's really nice music. I remember um, Merle Haggard's uh, some of his early stuff, and and so you know stylistically, I became. Someone said, "What's what's Dogwood's music? What style is it?" And I said, "It's a cross between Grandpa Jones and Frank Zappa," <laughs> because we we really liked a lot of stuff. And a lot of genres of music, but it seemed to fall in the middle of it. It was sort of eaglish at the time. But um, so in Nashville, we were just doing what what was on our hearts, and um, we never saw our uh, our work as evangelistic. Uh, more so, we were we tried to build up the body of Christ, and I'll tell you why. When I started going to Belmont Church there across the street from Koinonia which was a church of Christ, and I grew up in a Pentecostal church, so you can imagine the shock that my parents uh, felt when they heard I was going to a church of Christ, a non-instrumental church of Christ, what? And, but yet they were prayerful that God would touch me, and that's where he sent me. That's where I ended up, and they somehow embraced it because their son was getting some spiritual food. They didn't care where, but it did shock them that it was there. My death anniversary was on March 3rd, 1974. And after I was baptized, I wrote this song called Watergrave, but just, just to document musically what had happened in my heart and, and, and in my life. Talking with Steve Chapman, and here's his testimony and song, Watergrave. In my house there's been a mercy killing the man I used to be has been crucified And the death of this man was a final way of revealing In a spiritual way to live I had to die Now if I let a dead man linger in me might get a little idle in my way So I'm going down 
celebration river I'm gonna take this dead man down to his water And water grave. Memories from Steve Chapman. Do you remember where and when you were baptized? We'll have Steve on again soon because he's got lots more to say. I'll be right back. Full circle. Have you ever wondered how you can make a global impact for Christ while here at home? You can help equip the equippers by supporting pastors and leaders who are already strategically positioned in their nations for the Great Commission. Visit globaladvance.org to learn how you can make a difference by supporting the training of frontline shepherds around the world. Visit globaladvance.org. Back to where it all began, the full circle. I'm glad you stayed on board. Now, you may not have heard much from this next guy for a while, but David Meese enjoyed moderate success during the mid-80s and was a pioneer of early CCM. Growing up in humble Texas with an abusive alcoholic father, David found solace in playing the piano. By his mid-teens, he was touring Europe and the USA, went on to study music at the Peabody Conservatory of Music, where he met his wife, Debbie, who plays the viola. Now, over the years, David's written many powerful ballads like this next one. Here's David Meese and Learning to Trust. There's a father in your sweetest dreams Who's always there to meet your needs Never, ever let you down There's a mother in your heart of hearts Who always plays the perfect part she never lets you hit the ground This is the need of children These are the tender dreams 
David Meese, on Full Circle, where it all began. You know, so much of our journey is summed up in that song. It's a process, learning to trust and lean on Jesus instead of ourselves. And sometimes the hardships of life can help us find our way to trusting God, especially when there's nothing left to do. I wish I had a dollar for every time someone has said to me, well, I've tried everything I can to fix the problem. I've gone to every doctor I know. There's nothing they can do. So I guess we're going to have to pray and trust God. 
What? Pray? You mean it's finally come to that? Help us, Lord. Lenny LeBlanc and Kelly Willard offer this next song about the steadfast love of the Lord, and it's a classic I'll never get tired of hearing. Here's your steadfast love, Lenny LeBlanc and Kelly Willard on Full Circle. Your Song for the Ages, written a very long time ago by a musician called David, a shepherd, but so very timely for today. Lenny LeBlanc and Kelly Willard. And Kelly Willard would not have known how much the truth of that song would be tested in her life in the years to come. What could be more devastating? To lose a marriage 
and your only daughter in a tragic, untimely death, all in the same season of time. It would have to be overwhelming and beyond what most of us have had to bear. When Haley left this earth so very young, barely 17, who could comfort the broken heart of a grieving mother? Only Jesus. You know, people talk about how mindless and meaningless religion is, but they can't know. That relationship with a real, live, compassionate God, Father God, is the only thing that can sustain you in the tragedies of life. Kelly recorded this next song with her daughter Haley, barely 16, just a short time before Haley's death. And then she played it for us at Haley's funeral that afternoon here in Nashville. Haley sang the second verse with her mother that very last time. Here's Kelly and Haley Willard and beautiful Jesus.
beautiful Jesus. What an amazing song. It's come out of pain and loss. Kelly Willard and the late Haley Willard. With a song that Kelly dedicated to Haley on her recent album, Paga, which means intercession. Well, the time has slipped by again, but we did get to some real gems. And if you enjoyed this show, don't keep it to yourself. Write me this week at Full Circle. My email address is info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Or check out my website at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com, where you can get a link to Kelly Willard's website and get yourself a copy of Paga. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circles recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a global advance and a JSR production. This is Full Circle.